Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Legally Black. This is They Didn't Tell You Podcast. And thank you so much for joining me on today. I hope you're all doing good and feeling well. Um, per usual, before we get into anything, please rate and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify and check out season three playlist. The link is in my bio. I know I keep saying I'm updating it. I did update it a little bit. I'm gonna get the rest of that in there for y'all this week. I, I really, I pinky swear. I really do. So this week, this episode is all about paying attention to the words that are coming out of our mouths, Um, whether we're speaking to ourselves, uh, other people, maybe even our animals, maybe even the way I speak to my dog. I I need to be careful with that too. Okay. I do. I'll be talking crazy to Sony. So in order to really get into this conversation, my girl Ash has agreed to come on to the show so we can get right into the nitty gritty of it all. So Ash, please share a bit with us about who you are, what you do, and what you're all about. Hi, everyone. It's Ashley. Um, I don't know, Tiff, like you put me on the spot. You didn't put me on the spot. Um, I'm by day. (laughs) <laughs> by day I am a uh, security systems coordinator for a uh, large global pharma company um, by night I am a anime geek uh, an avid video game player um, a lover of all things nature um, an avid reader and um, a podcast listener so uh, I am super excited to be here today um, thank you Tiff for having me the last time we were on a podcast together I really enjoyed it and I look forward to coming back so thank you so much Oh, you're very, very welcome. And y'all peep how she said a large company, right? That sounds like how they be, they do on HGTV. Like, what does this couple do that now they move across the country? I'm a security <laughs> analyst for a very large and successful uh, Fortune 500 company. What? And, and then your house. So how much you buying the house for, Ash? 1.5 mil? Because that's exactly what it gave. That's exactly what it gave. I said, wow, it's giving no. HGTV house hunters. It's giving house hunters, no. but it's cool. <laughs> International house hunters are is freaking hilarious. They're like, I'm a dog walker and I speak to dolphins and our budget is $2.8 million. Like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. That ass, that ass. <laughs> and, and then I have the audacity to be particular about things. All right. But that's what you gave me. I'm glad we can start off on a high note. Um, before we get into the episode, do you want to let no- folks know how we know each other? Because I'm not going to lie to you. You know, when you meet people, you forget how you initially met them. And I decided I'm going to start speaking, you know, in the full uh, spirit of watching your mouth. I want to be mindful when I say I don't remember. So do you remember how we met? That's fine. Yeah, I remember. We met in the student center at William Patterson University. Oh, Lord, I live there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we met there. You worked at the... um... You worked at the 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 desk, info like the desk, help desk. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the info desk. And then after that, I think we were at one point. I think we were both part of the student activities programming board. I think I was. I was on student government, so we probably was interacting through that. Mm-hmm. I was on the student government too. I was at. I was part of the finance committee. So yeah. Yes. We like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's all coming. Yeah. Back to me. Yeah. Now. We kind of knew each other in passing. Okay. It wasn't like we were like. You know what I mean? But yeah, you mm-hmm. were always cool people. Oh, that's right. It's, it's literally coming back to me. I forgot you were on the finance committee. Wow. 
my fellow SGA nerd. There weren't many people who were at SGA with me. Shout out to Naima Ricks, girl, I miss you. You know, that's that was <laughs> Miss SGA as well. But I know Naima. that's good to remember. <laughs> oh, wow. Now I have it in the back in my mind. And now that I know, yeah. and we all learned this together, y'all. <laughs> so sticking together since since college days, keeping in contact, uh, Ash and I have really what would I say? Like we have had numerous conversations with one another, just back and forth on different topics. And we've been having a lot of deep conversations lately through DMs. And then I was like, girl, we just need each other number at this point. Cause we just, we talking a whole lot. We just want to do some of this offline Basically. and online. <laughs> okay. Just for a little bit. Um, so I wanted to bring her on to this to this episode to have this conversation and any conversation I bring her back for so y'all can really get an inside look on how she and I break down some of the topics that we discuss so I think it's cute I think we have you know a good dialogue so agreed. you know thank you so <laughs> let's start off with the question I said I was going to ask every one of my guests when they come on my show is how are you so currently I am good I'm still nursing a hangover from Saturday <laughs> You know, once you hit a certain age, mm -hmm. drinking and you, they don't really mesh mm -mm. well. And mm -mm. I was out with, with two of my other friends. I don't know if you knew Shaisha um, and my boy, Chris. Uh, Shaisha went to school with us for um, a few years. I think she was there for maybe two or three years. She was a transfer student. Um, shout out to Shai. Um, and hey. Shout out to CT, my, my boy, Chris Thomas. Uh, it, it, I, that was my first time seeing him in almost 11 years. So, oh, wow um exactly so we we caught up we got drinks on on saturday and uh sugary drinks if it's not wine oh yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean other than other than my physicality i'm fine i'm in good spirits you know work is work um it, it stresses me but i i learned to leave work at work once i'm done like I, I don't check my messages i don't when people ping me i don't pick up because mental health is uh Mental health is a very big topic for me. And, and I know that my job is a very large cause of my anxiety. So I've been just disconnecting after I leave the building and just leaving my problems there. Like my favorite saying right now is nobody's emergency is my urgency. Like I'm not, I'm not mm -hmm. going to just jump mm -hmm. as soon as somebody, you know, needs something. So I've been doing good and, you know, seasonal affective disorder is a thing too, but I've been pushing through. How yeah. are you? Oh, girl, you just said a whole lot. You said a whole, whole lot. And, you know, um, by the time this episode comes out, you know, I wasn't sure how I was going to say it or when I was going to say what, but it's it's a perfect day. It's happening on a Friday. My, thank you, helicopter going above me. My, uh, my last day at my current job now is the day this episode comes out. The Ooh. 19th. Yes, right. And it's been, it's been a work in progress. So how I'm doing right now is I'm feeling excited for what's to come because I feel like you know I these past few months you know Ash kind of is, is in the know about what these past few months have been like for me and um so I'm excited that you know I'm, I'm closing one chapter but you know the following Monday you know I'll be starting another chapter we'll we'll get there another day another time but right now I'm just excited that you know one book that I have been working on for the past seven years finally has an ending to it so that I can start my new beginning somewhere else so I'm just feeling very rejuvenated thank you girl thank you you know happy resignment is that what it is your happy resignment anyone who's resigning yeah. during the great resignation time um happy resignment is that a good I hope that's the right word 
Yeah, that's right. Whatever Happy it is. Okay. I'm gonna be, I just lost what I'm like, was it a real word? No. Yeah, it's not. Never know. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what it is. Um, more power to everyone else who is going through what Ash just mentioned, like anxiety at work. And I love that you talked about separating it because it's the great cause of it. And a lot of our jobs are a great cause of what stresses us the F out. So um, I'm glad that you, you know how to separate the two so that we can come over here and shake whatever's left on, on you off with this conversation. Um, all right. So my first question for you is how important is communication to you and how do you prefer to receive it? Do you like it uh, to be communicated with verbally? Do you prefer text, FaceTime, DM? Are you an in-person kind of girl? Who are you? So it's funny because when you sent over the notes for this and I looked at that question, girl, I was like, I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, communication has been like um, a really hot topic for me recently. and I say that because I realized that I need to work on my communication skills. Like, I don't know if you noticed, you know, on my, um, on my Instagram feed a lot recently, I've been talking about clear, effective communication. I realized that I have a problem voicing my opinions on certain things and speaking to people about, you know, how I'm feeling. And because of that, I have a boundaries issue, but that's another conversation for another day that I've been working mm. out. Um, mm-hmm. But, but communication is, is honestly like critical. You know what I mean? Like how you speak to people, how you like to be spoke to, um, that's like paramount. And what I realized is that I am, I am a jokester when it comes to my friends. Like that's, that's the way that I communicate. That's the way I show love. I, I hike on my friends, but I also uplift my friends a lot. Like anytime they come to Mm -hmm. me and, you know, they want to talk, I make sure that we always leave on a positive note, whether that's me, Mm -hmm. you know, telling them that I'm proud of them or that I love them or to keep up the good work or, you know, that they're in a a bad situation right now. But, you know, there's always greener pastures coming. But as as far as how I communicate, which is the question you asked me that I ain't answered yet. It's um, all good. I I typically prefer um, text messages. Um, I don't mind FaceTime. Um, you know, sometimes depending on who it is, you got to make sure you, you take your bonnet off and whatnot. Mm-hmm, <laughs> um, but FaceTime uh, is cool every now and then, but mostly, you know, DMing my friends, texting them, sending memes back and forth. Meme- memes are a big um, communicative tool for me. Like oh, I, yeah. I send them all me day, too. every day. Yeah. So um, I think mostly, mostly text message, phone calls. Okay. Are... What about you? Yeah. How do you communicate? You know, it's, it's crazy because I'm a text girl too. And most people know that I don't pick up the phone and just call people. I tend to text you before I call you. I tend to be like, hey, you got a couple of minutes to talk, you know, okay, cool. I'm gonna call you or, hey, you busy something. But I have people in my life who just pick up the phone and be like, well, well I'm just going to find out. <laughs> you pick up, you pick up, you don't, you don't. And so I've always been kind of like, oh, don't call me and some of my friends who listen to my podcast has heard me say this before they were like I started texting you because of that <laughs> like I stopped calling you because I had friends who called the blue and I was like man you know for y'all if I really felt like it was a problem I would say something but I think my default setting is I like to have communication in a way that's easy for me to still do with the things that I want to do whether it's I'm mm-hmm. surfing the inter- you know on the internet whether I'm walking my dog whether I'm washing clothes like it's just it's easier for me to get to you when I'm ready to get to you talking is very mm-hmm. like you got to be focused in the way that I am when I'm on the phone I'm very distracted I get distracted very easily 
So I don't necessarily prefer the phone calls. Um, I'm definitely not a FaceTime kind of girl. That also makes me cringe sometimes. I don't know. But now that I have a MacBook <laughs> and I have my MacBook for some time now, I don't mind FaceTime because it's on the computer. I think I just didn't like holding it, holding my phone. I just didn't like the idea of propping it up somewhere. It was just too much. It is yeah. too much. But I, I prefer my communications to be, you know, text or whatever. But I would say like when it comes down to wanting to receive like important information, if it's an emergency, like, I'm not necessarily looking for somebody to text me, like definitely call me. I got people in my favorites that if my phones are not disturbed, your call will always come through. Um, but that's how I like to receive um, my communication. And, and it's important. I think that's part yeah. of why I have this platform is to communicate. We're not communicating enough. Someone the other day was just like, you know, what's your, what's your podcast about? And I was just like, conversations that I don't have in my circle conversations I don't have with my family conversations I maybe I do but I want to have it in depth conversations that I feel like are long overdue you know so communication is, oh, yeah. is I'm very communicative um and I'm very heavy on it because I feel like that's the only way we're gonna get to the root of things clear out house and so we can move on to the next so let me ask you this next question how do you feel like you speak to yourself do you feel like you speak to yourself in a way, like you said, you uplift your friends, right? Do you feel like you speak to yourself in that way? Um, or if not, why? So, all right, if you ask my therapist, right, she'll tell you. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> she'll tell you that I need to work on this. <laughs> mm. um, I, I'm now hypercritical of how I speak to myself. Before I was very a self-deprecative person, like, and it just came as easy as breathing. Like, you know, something would happen. I'd be like, oh my bad, I'm so stupid for that. But, mm -hmm. you know, these these small self-deprecating um, sentences really weigh on your psyche. Like, you know, it's, there was this book I was reading that was talking about creating a new neural net um, in your brain. You literally do that. And when people sit there and they talk about forming habits, and how you have to be consistent with certain things in order to get used to doing them. That is literally you re rewriting your brain. And I don't think a lot of people realize how like bad and how much it negatively affects yourself when you say certain things. And it could be something, you know, simple like, oh, I'm really bad at video games or, oh, I'm really, I, I suck at this, or, oh, I could never do that. You don't realize that you're sitting there and you're constantly telling yourself these things and it, it ends up being true. So now what I find myself doing is becoming hypercritical of the things that I say to myself externally as well as internally. Mm. Um, I speak to myself a lot better now. Like, for instance, I, I said something silly on a meeting this morning um, at work. And, um, you know, I cringed because you don't want to say wrong things in your job. Mm -hmm. But then for a second, I'm like, half these damn people don't know what the hell they're doing either. So mm -hmm. this small mistake, they they're not taking it as as deeply as I am. So what I do is I I, I, I stop for a second when I find myself feeling negatively about something. And I, I have to remind myself that it's OK. It's OK. It's also OK that I caught myself doing something negative because yeah. I've been trying mm -hmm. I've been trying to get better. So when I do slip up and I say, oh, damn, I'm so stupid. I sit down and I'm like, okay, it's okay that I had a lapse because, you know, healing is not linear. There are going to be better days than there are, you know, there are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days, I should say. So now I'm just patient with myself. I tell myself, it's okay. You know, 
work through this or, you know, yeah, you were bad at it this time, but try it again. Don't just give up on things because giving exactly. up on myself is. It's maybe easy. It's the myself. easiest thing to do sometimes. It is. And it kills me because I say all these great things to my friends. And then I know my subconscious can be like, so when are you going to say this to me? Like, hello, I'm with you all the time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to answer your question again, I I'm, I'm gentle with myself now. I, I, I not only acknowledge that I make a mistake and own the mistake, I also tell myself it's okay. It's okay to, to, to not be prepared for something or it's okay to make a mistake. And I'm not bad at things. I just don't know how to do them. Um, and then I just, you know, I go from there and I say a positive affirmation to myself every time I do. So <laughs> I love that. No, I also, I love what you said about saying when you noted, like you caught yourself being negative and you addressed it. I think because we're, like you say, come so naturally that when, it, when we do, we don't even think to pause for the cause and say, hold on, stop right exactly. here. You just said something very negative to yourself about yourself. Not okay. How are we going to address that? How are we going to address exactly. it? Um, no, no, so no. I love that. I love that you said that. Now, I will say for myself of how I'm speaking to myself lately, I've been trying to speak more uh, like, sis, you're awesome. I think last week I had put on Instagram, like I was go for my walks on Thursdays. And I'm like, you know, this particular walk is to remind myself of how awesome that I am. Cause I don't do that enough. I don't say it enough. I don't even believe. And I've done some really awesome things these past couple of weeks um persevering through something you know what I mean persevering through something I was like I wasn't too certain about too sure about but I was like you know what what happens if you remain faithful and being faithful and staying down for the past what it is now becoming 12 weeks has been very eye-opening to myself so I was like you know look at where you were at the beginning you know three months ago and now look at where you are at the very end of it you are not that same girl you are somebody completely Mm -hmm. different be proud of that you're ending off something and about to start something new be proud of that like why aren't you saying that to yourself instead you're like well this isn't going well well this is acting really funny you know what I still didn't do this you know what I still don't have that and it's like whoa I should be like why is it so easy for me to go towards the negative why is it so easy (laughs) so I had like you, I have been giving myself more grace. I have been more patient with myself. I have been more nice to myself. I tell myself, bitch, you look the fuck good today. I tell myself when I have a, okay. As you fucking should, cause you do. Hello. Thank you. Sis. We both do listen. Thank and that's you. why I've just been like, you know, it's not, you got to think sometimes I tell myself like in, in the full scope of this episode topic two of watching your mouth. Like I don't even watch my mouth when it comes to myself. And sometimes I'm like, Hmm. If I don't watch my mouth when it comes to me, how am I doing that with other people, right? So let's get to the next question. Um, How do you like to be spoken to from the outside world? Let's say maybe, let's keep it, let's keep it generally speaking. It could be colleagues, it could be friends. Just generally, how do you like to be spoken to? So I prefer people be frank with me, like not, not rude. You know what I mean? Not aggressive, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. be frank with me. Um, I want people to be real. Like if I'm messing up on something or they think there's something that maybe I could do better, I would want people to sit me down the way I would sit them down. I know that's the second part of the question. Um, and just be honest and have have an, an intelligent conversation. You know, I think people need to realize that there's a, a difference between criticism and hating. Um, and I know you and I talked about mm. this before and not mm-hmm, to go off, mm-hmm. off topic, but 
a lot of your friends are your enemies. So I, mm. I have actually been paying attention to the way my friends speak to me and mm. reevaluating their place in my life. But for the most part, okay. I just enjoy, you know, people being honest. Yeah, we can laugh. We could joke, you know what I mean? But be honest with me, push me on things. Mm -hmm. If you know, I'm, if you know, I'm messing up, be like, Ash, you messing up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but I also want them to be celebratory of my wins as well. Mm Um, you know, affirming me, uh, when I need it and, and just generally just being a good person and being positive. Like I ain't got time for negativity. Negative negativity comes from every other avenue in my life. The last place I will need it to come from is my friends. Okay. But how do you like to be talked to, ma'am? <laughs> thank, well, thank you for asking. Um, you know, old Tiffany would have said gently, you know, slow and steady. She would have said, uh, you know, not too abrupt, not too whatever. Um, this Tiffany now was like, I'll take you, I'm, I'm taking you at face value. I already I, you know, how I would like to be spoken to is, you know, respectfully, kindly with full consideration of who is being spoken to, whether it be your sister, you know, as a sister to my, my siblings, as whether a daughter to my parents, colleagues to my coworkers, you know, friend to my friends, you know, remember who I am. I want to be spoken to like that. Like the person that the title that I have for you is how I want to be spoken to a friend and, Big facts. you know, and that's, and that's really it. I don't, I feel like whatever comes out of people's mouths, you know, from then, I look at it like, okay, I want to keep in my mind that, that I'm being spoken to like a friend. And is this how I feel like a friend should be spoken to? Like, according to how I, how, you know, how my definition is for myself, at least. No, it may not always line up. And so that's how sometimes I recognize, like, it's okay for people to have differences in, in their approach. But it's still for me, it's like, this is where the watch your mouth come is. It's, it's what, what you're about to say to me respect has to be the building block of every yeah. conversation like yeah. you we can like you said we can have a difference yeah, of opinion work. but mm-hmm. as long as you stay respectful of me then 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 that and I'm glad you brought that up because I wasn't even thinking about that I just in my mind I'm automatically equating that people are going to respect me but you're right not everybody comes to you from a place of respect so that that is that is a big one that I absolutely missed Oh, no, no, girl, you know, that's what this conversation is between you and I, because this is what we do, right? Um, so the way that you like to be spoken to, do you feel like people talk to you in that way? Do you feel like you receive that? Yeah, for the most part, absolutely. Um, and anybody that I don't receive it from, they got to go. And, and that's just that, you mm. know, and, and mm-hmm. it sucks. It, but I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a point in my life where reciprocity is key. And if I don't feel like, and I know we all hear people see this because, you know, it's a big thing online, but that doesn't make it any less different. If I don't feel like you're pouring into me the way I'm pouring into you, then you're no longer serving me. This relationship mm. is no longer serving me because now I'm, I'm always going to pour into the people in my life. 1000%, mm. even on days where sometimes, and it's funny that you said you, you, um, you ask people, you like people to ask you, or you ask people before you call them. Cause that's a place of respect. Not everybody has, um, the emotional, you know, drive to talk to you that day, they might be going through something. But if, if, if you and I can't respect each other, and no matter how much I love you, no matter, no matter how much I, I, I want you in my life, there's not a place for you anymore. And that's okay. We can, we can, you know, separate peacefully. And that'll just be that on that. I ain't got no bad blood for you, but 
I just can't be, I can't have you in my life anymore because mm-hmm. I'm moving towards the positive and disrespect ain't nobody's positive. And there you have it disrespectfully. <laughs> so um, I want to ask next. So you know how you like to be spoken to. You told me that how people, the ways in which people speak to you, but do you feel like you speak in that way that you like to be spoken to? Do you give that out? That's a great, that's a great question. And if y'all hear my dog barking in the background, I am so sorry. She done lost her mind. But um, <laughs> it's all um, speaking from reciprocity, I can't sit there and preach that if I don't, if I don't practice it. Um, so, when, you know, I've also become extremely conscious of that. Um, I become conscious of, am I talking to this person the way they needed to be talked to? Because like, you know, certain people's, the way that their, their needs are maybe different than, than your own. Like me, I want you to be blunt with me, but not a lot of people can take bluntness. You know what I mean? Um, I believe that I try, and it always comes from a place of love, that I try to speak to people the way they want to be spoken to. And I'll check in. Like, I had a conversation, I think, with Katie, shout out to her, the other day. And I'm pretty sure I asked her, like, what I was saying was cool. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to take a break. You mm-hmm. you might be passionate about something that your friend is talking about. And you may cross, cross the line. And sometimes you got to be like, is it okay for me to say that? Even, yeah, and Katie you do. And been, Katie and I have been friends for 12 years at this point, And mm-hmm. I'll still check in with her. You know what I mean? Like, you know. If, if I think we had a conversation and it went the wrong way, I'll even text her later and be like, hey, you know, by the way, I didn't mean it that way. Um, she probably will hit me up and be like, Ashley, you ain't never did none of this. But I know <laughs> I have. Caitlin, I know I have. And, and if I have it with her, I know I've done it with my other two friends, uh, Deja and Lex. Also, shout out to them. So hey, friends. Um, I try. <laughs> I try my hardest to, to cater to people. There, there are times where I do mess up, but I'm, I'm definitely cognizant of it a lot more now. What about you? I, you know, I would have to say the same, like, for the most part, I do see, I think part of the thing is with me is how I speak. And the way that I <laughs> say things, sometimes people I, has been told me before I'm trying to figure out how to say it, like, I, I can come off condescending. I it's can come that off, mean Virgo energy. I think that's <laughs> what, you know, might be what it is. And, you know, it's, it's crazy, because having been a person who never really spoke up to now becoming a person where some people feel like you know or it can be felt like I am mean or intentionally it's like whoa that's a for me I don't think some people realize like it's a really big drastic change from what I'm I'm used to hearing and then that kind of just tells me like well sis that just means you're changing and you're growing and sometimes growth don't work for everybody um and sometimes I have to recognize the in the ways that I've grown does it work for me just because it's, it's getting me a, you know, uh, getting me to a particular solution or to a particular angle. Do I even like how I got there? Like, so similar to what you're saying, I like to be a bit reflective of like, huh, did what I say rub somebody the wrong way? Cause I know if I say something and that's why I watch your mouth. I love that. I, <laughs> I named it this because even when I know I'm about to say something disrespectful or I'm going to do it, or I'm thinking of doing it, I tried my hardest to watch my mouth a little bit, just, and just watch what I say because um, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that people don't take 
things for me the wrong way and, and, and go off. And then we on a whole nother discussion, a whole nother topic. And we can just focus on what is going on right here in front of us right now. So I think mm-hmm. I just, without trying to ramble too much, um, I do my best like you to do that, to speak to people in the way I want to be spoken to. But I know sometimes it don't always, like you said, it doesn't always work out that way. No matter what the it best doesn't. of intentions or the worst of intentions, whether I mean to make it sound harsh or I don't, I know that, you know, impact versus intent. And that's what I be, I talk about in higher ed a lot, Hallelujah. Talk about, you know, in circles a lot. It doesn't matter what my uh, intended purpose of what I was trying to say to you and how I wanted it to hit. That don't matter. What really does matter is, is how it impacted you. Um, and then we can move from there. So I might have to say, oh, I didn't mean for it impact you that way, but I still said what I said. You know, it could be one of those, but just trying to be mindful is I'll, I'll say, leave that right there because I'm gonna go on this whole rant. I mean, and I what, you're get saying, to- <laughs> what you're saying is, is, is facts, not to, not to continue mm-hmm. on, uh, down this avenue, but it's facts. And a lot of the times, you know, you also can't help how someone is going to perceive what you're saying yeah you know what I mean like you can you can sit down and you could be the gentlest person ever you know what I mean mm-hmm. I was also joking about the, the bad verbal energy that's the inside joke between us I love <laughs> um no but you can have the best intent or or say it mm-hmm. the nicest way possible and if a person is going to be offended by what you said then they're going to be offended by what you said. And there's not, there's not too much you can, like, you can sit there and tell them like, yo, I'm coming from a place of love. I'm saying this because I care about you and they're going to be offended. And that is not your fault. You get Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like you, at at the end of the day, sometimes you got to speak your truth and, and, and whatever comes from that comes Mm -hmm. from that. And, and that just be it. Y'all could, if y'all are friends, y'all hash it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Give your friends some time. I know we're going to talk about that. Give your friends some time. Let them breathe. They'll come back to you. But yeah, moving on to the next time. No, no. I'm glad you you tied it up with a nice little bow. And also just to say too, on the other end of things, for those of y'all who are listening, like it's okay to hear something and not receive it well too. It's okay to be like, what the fuck this bitch just say? <laughs> it, it's, to- it's totally because I, I find myself on both ends of like saying something that someone may feel like, what the fuck? And feeling like, what the fuck? like how we what's wrong with you mm-hmm. Why you you know what I mean so leading to the next question I kind of switched this around switch this around a little bit because when we're upset it's kind of what we're getting at too a little bit we do speak much differently right so when we're trying to talk about how we want to talk to people we want to talk to people the way we want to be spoken to but there are moments where that just can't happen um especially when you're at your peak of anger mm-hmm. frustration you know so I want to know for, for you how do you communicate when you're like really, really mad? So if can we, we're going to talk about now and I'll, I'll touch on how I was later. So now I know that I have a sharp tongue. I know that I know that about myself. Uh, even sometimes when I, when, like you, when I, like you, when I'm even not trying to be harsh or be rude, sometimes it's perceived that way. You know what I mean? And it could be very well because mm-hmm. of something I said. So yeah. now that, that I'm cognizant of that and I know that about myself and I am hypercritical of the way I communicate with people because I realize that communication is key. That's, you know, that's the only way two people are ever going to learn each other or, or, or be around each other. And also with nonverbal communication, but that's neither here nor there. I will step away. If I am mm-hmm. mad, if, if there's blood just boiling in my ears steam coming out of my ears 
I'm seeing red there. And there have been times my boss and I are, are hands down, like best friends. We're like, we're like family. Like I've, I've gone Aww. to this man's house, met all his family, okay. bought his daughter gifts, everything. Like Aww. we, we are, you we in are there. Tight. Yeah. And he's one, he's honestly the person, one of the people who taught me this, that when I'm mad, I just got to step away. And I also have to realize that a lot of the times when you're mad at a person, it's y'all against the problem, not y'all against each other. You know what I mean? So sitting there speaking illy to a person that I care about out of passion and frustration isn't what I need to do. So typically, like with my boss, Kevin, what I'll tell him is, yo, Kev, I can't talk to you right now. I'm really upset. Give me a second. Let me walk away. Let me cool down. I'll come back and I'll talk to you. And there's times where, you know, we go at it. We don't yell and scream at each other because, again, respect. I'm not going to yell and scream at somebody I respect. But we sit down and we have a real conversation. We sit down and we say, we know, I'm not, you're not my direct report. I'm not your boss right now. We're Kevin and Ashley. And we're going to have this conversation. And that's the mm-hmm. energy that I try to bring to all of those situations because I'm a hothead. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm a Scorpio for the Virgo moon. I am a hothead. <laughs> so <The> combination <laughs> for me. Woo, so yeah, no, um, I, I try, I try to be better at the way I speak specifically when I'm upset. What about you? Um, I think this is where if anyone felt like, or if anyone has felt like Tiff is in her school teacher bag, this is where I get deeper into it sometimes, but then nasty with it as well. So it really depends on, you know, who I'm talking to that gets a particular side of me. Like when I'm really upset and angry, I don't really care for the yelling, the the screaming, any of that. I really don't even, I, I don't mind the cursing. I feel like cursing just, you know, it's flavorful. It adds to the conversation. You got to do what you got to do, especially if I'm not going to yell and scream. <laughs> I'm just going to do it, you know? I do, I do feel like sprinkle it's- Sprinkle it in like salt face. you like- just a, <laughs> just a little bit, you know what I mean? But I will say there have been moments that have caught me in a place where I've been tired and fed the fuck up. And I had to speak in a way that I would not like to be spoken to. And I think my next question was kind of like, you know, when you're upset and how you speak to people, is it in line with the way you want to be spoken to? It's, it's definitely not. Definitely not when I'm upset. Mm-hmm. I feel, when I'm yelling and screaming, I would say in the respect where, when the moments where I'm like calm, um, maybe more like focused on the conversation and like on what I'm trying to say to you, whether, you know, it hurts your feelings or not, whether it hurts my feelings or not, or whether, you know, you hurt my feelings, whatever the case may be. I want to be more stern and firm so I can listen because I want to respond to what you're saying to me. I'm I'm over the times of like you screaming, I'm screaming now. I don't even know what we're talking about. No, 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 no. You either gonna have this conversation with me, we can get back and forth a little, it can get a little venomous, or we could just hang up the phone. But the few times that I will say, the only only ways you'll really catch me yelling and screaming is if you're in my face. If you're on the phone, I'm not going to do it because you can Ooh. hang up on me. I can hang up on you. And then now I'm be mad you hung up on me. And I just don't really want to feel like, I don't even want nobody feeling like, well, I hung up on her. First of all, the way the phones are now, all you do is pressing the button. You're not even banging on me. It's a, it's a light tap, I mean, you know? I mean, don't say that because, you know, Samsung bring about flip phones. You're going to hear that clack. And then you're that clack. That, that's what gave, that, that for me gave you like the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not the energy. I'm just using that now, but like it, it made you feel the moment feel more momentous to slap a phone down or slam a phone down. Yes, These days yes. I just feel like, 
you know, not for me. I'd rather just yell at you in your face to face so we can get this out here and now versus over the phone where it's too, it's too many different uh, pieces to it. So I would say for me, like I said, wrapping it up, tying it with the bow, I try to be as level-headed as possible because like you, I can be a hothead. Uh, like you, I can say some, sh- some things. I was just like, Tiffany, now, <sighs> why you say that? No, no, really, no, really. This person. Yeah, like you did not have to be rude like that. And I only actually don't even really like it. I don't like what what it says about me to be venomous, venomous in that way. But I recognize it's because in my mind, one of my things was I don't do nothing to hurt anybody intentionally. And so when I felt like someone goes out of their way to hurt me intentionally, I feel like you're really, you're coming in and derailing my peace that I have set for myself. And I know that life can't always be peaceful, but when you come in here and and disrupt it, I'm, I can't be the calm, cool and collected. I'm literally angry because that's how much I care about my peace. So when people bring drama to me into my front doorstep, you won't get it at the front doorstep. You're going to get it upon entrance. And so that's kind of how I've been moving lately. Like give the energy that kind of energy to things that need to be given to because not that I'm worried about someone thinking I'm a punk or whatever if I keep quiet I don't care about none of that shit that don't bother me it's for me it's only when the time calls for it and it's literally a select handful of people that you will ever catch me yelling and screaming at and I could probably Mm -hmm. name them but I won't everybody else in my life that's like all of my friends I don't yell at any of them I don't need to but the select group of people here they're special they can get that yeah, and it's, it's, it's great that, you know, you brought up the the fact that um, you don't like feeling that way and that you get mad mm-hmm. when, when people get you there. I think for me, you know how you said, for me, it's like, I wouldn't treat you like this. So what I, what angers me is that I wouldn't do this to you, but you feel perfectly freaking comfortable disrespecting me in mm-hmm. this way. Mm-hmm. And that pisses me off. Cause like you said, it's a very select group of people. Anybody else? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Ooh. You, you mad. Ha ha. I don't give a fuck. Now what you going to do? You get what I'm saying? Like, it's like you, literally you what ever, you going to do? Yeah. You, you, that's how, that's a great way to sweep the rug out of a person. Like you just, 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 they pissed off foaming at the mouth and you just looking at them. Like you don't even matter enough to me for me to reciprocate this energy right now. Mm-hmm. And that ain't got nothing to do with that energy. And, and that's even, mm-hmm it's even better feeling than yelling back at them because now you've lowered yourself to their level to have this interaction no 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 but the people Mm -hmm. I care about yelling scream since why are we doing it Mm -hmm. no I wouldn't do this to you so then yeah then now I'm yelling and screaming back and like you said the venom enters the tongue Mm -hmm. and now I done said something about you that I didn't actually mean Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't throw certain things like if you said something to me in confidence, I'm not gonna throw that back out with you. Yeah, we ain't doing that. No, but I might say some very biting things, and then you gotta make up, and I hate that part too. <laughs> you know what? I, I I actually like the making up part. I feel like in friendships and family and significant others, I feel like that's really where you get over everything. It's really what helps you get over that hump. I think the making up part, people are so prideful or so in their bag still about what happened and haven't really healed from it haven't really moved on from it that whole piece is you know it kind of takes people it could take some time it really can take some time so for me but like I'm like but it's so important it's important to take that time to make up I know my boyfriend gonna be like don't talk about me and our personal stuff on this podcast but here I am talking about you and our personal (laughs) shit on this podcast like 
we recently had a disagreement and I will say the person who gets the most of me of what I'm upset and I speak very differently. It is him. Like nobody gets what I have to give more than he does. And I really be full of him because I, he's really my comp, my compass to like lead me and realize like I'm going in the wrong direction, chill out. But we've gotten to a point now where when, even when the moments where we agree to disagree and he's like, well, like, well, let's just agree to disagree. Cool. But what are we agreeing to disagree on? I want to, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we get to this making up part so that you and I can laugh about it a little later. Cause that's exactly what happened. We laughed about it later, but in the midst of it, you know, he had his opinion and I had mine. He had his ways of doing something and I had my way of doing something. And, and we had to come to a, a point where I'm like, well, are you cool with dealing with the fact that I'm different from you in this way? Because I got to be cool with the fact that you're different than in me in this way. And mm-hmm. are we both comfortable with the fact that we might always find ourselves here in this space because of this difference? And what can we do one another do on both ends to kind of try to bend a little bit because you want me to be like that? And I want to stay like this or be like this. You know what I mean? You want that. And it, it, it's just too much. So it's kind of like a, when we're making, when we had kind of quote unquote made up in the conversation, it just kind of ended with like, this is it though. This is worth it. This is worth figuring it out. It's worth the conversation. It's worth doing it again. Amen. And that's the only way you're going to grow. And that's kind of really how I look at my friendships and relationships with anybody who I need to make amends with or have those kind of conversations with of it's going to take some uncomfortableness. It's going to, that is a, mm. that is a mm-hmm. perfect example of it being y'all against the problem and not y'all yeah. against each other. And, and that's I think what I told that, him before too. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people, when they have a disagreement with another person, they just automatically just be like, nah, nah, F this person. It's not the person. You get what I mean? Even if the problem mm-hmm. is something personal, it's still y'all against the problem. Mm-hmm. It's not y'all against each other. Yeah, y'all can yell and y'all can scream at each other. You know, sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes that's therapeutic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because now you're expending all that energy and it's not just rolling around in your gut all day. And now you got to mm-hmm. figure out how to how to get around it. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, when, when the two of you sit down and, and you say, let's agree to disagree, I respect that you do it this way. You respect that I do it that way. And mm-hmm. y'all piece it up and you say, which was pivotal, which was pivotal and now I'm done dagging off God, Lord Jesus talking that much. And, <laughs> it's okay. and you, and you say, you know, um, this is worth it. Mm-hmm. That's that point right there saying this is worth it it's worth because it. yeah, because that shows how much you care about the person mm-hmm. that you arguing with. And a lot of people don't, don't get there. Like if the person doesn't agree with them a thousand percent, now you know you every bitch and motherfucker in the world and they they want to mm-hmm. leave you over something so stupid something so mm-hmm. trivial and, and, I, and i just hate that and i mean that in any situation that could be mm-hmm. a business relationship or you know a romantic one so yeah y'all y'all doing it right that's why y'all the blueprint mm-hmm. No, listen, you know, I won't say, you know, we, we ain't no, we ain't goals just yet, but I will say, you know, we, I'm work, we working to, I'm trying to be our own goals. I want to be, you know, the goals for he and I, I want him to be the, that, that same exact thing. But I said, you know, much of what I do in my relationship with him is really going to be mirrored in how I handle really anything and everything I do in my life. Like, I don't need to be inconsistent in that way of like, if I want to address things with my man this way, then if I have kids one day, I want to address myself, my, my issues with my kids in this way. I want to address the issues I have with my mom and my dad in this way, my brother, and my sister, because we, we be button heads too. Me, my and brother, and my sister, real. you know, we really, we really be, <laughs> we a mess, but it's just like, at the end of the day, 
is fixing it worth it? And if fixing it is worth it, then it's worth the conversation. And this is why we got to watch what we say um, and being mindful of our words. So it leads me to my next question. Do you feel like you're mindful of what you say to people, whether it's in you and your good mood, you and your, your bad mood, where you feel like you being nasty and you're ready to go off and be venomous? Or do you just feel like, you know, you say whatever's on your mind and go from there? So are you more of like hesitant? Are you more of like, fuck that, fuck you and your mom? Like, how were you? So I think that, you know, old Ashley, I always got to bring her up because, you know, I'm in my chrysalis right now. I'm trying to come out of beautiful butterfly. Um, okay. No, but, <laughs> no, but seriously, um, I think that I'm mindful to a fault. And what I mean by that is that sometimes I put people's feelings or what I perceive is going to be their reaction to what I'm about to say over actually communicating what I feel in fear of causing a problem of causing discrepancy of causing of rocking the boat but recently i've realized that i'm gonna use this again that does not serve me and it also doesn't serve my friends you know what i mean sitting there and 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 mm -hmm. lying to them about something especially when they come to me for an opinion or ask me how i'm doing mm -hmm. sitting there saying things to appease them doesn't help our relationship mm -hmm. so even though i am still mindful of what i say to people and 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 how they take it I also have to realize that I got to put me first, second, and third and put everybody else next. That's so if it. it's a conversation that, that you and I need to have, then we'll have it. And it, or if you tell me, you know, like you said, like we said before, I hurt their feelings. I'll try to, to, to keep in mind what I said so that I don't <clears throat> make those mistakes again. No, I, I like that. And I will say for myself, um, like you said, I'm mindful to a fault sometimes. Sometimes I'm too in my head about what to say to people that I end up maybe sometimes I say too much. Go figure who who would imagine yeah. that I would Girl, say stop. too much. Me <laughs> Cut it saying out. too much. You know, I do sometimes I say too much. Um sometimes I share information that maybe I should just kept to myself. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's why I had to find this medium between wanting to be honest and truthful with regards to how I feel about something, but also knowing that. I need to maybe dial it back that sometimes some things are, are better left unsaid. Sometimes there are things that, you, you know, you can't, you don't need to get uh, an answer to, or whatever the case may be. There are some things I just want to let sit where they are and let the chips fall where they may on it. And if someone else addresses it then, and, you know, so for me, it's kind of like taking a second to think about what's worth discussing and what's not. And so lately I've just been, more of like trying to be more of an open book, not being so secretive about anything that was going on with me. Cause not much that I'm doing is secret worthy, you know, outside, outside of my circle, I guess I should say. So lately when someone asked me how I'm doing, I'm doing good or not so good. Or let me tell you what's going on at work. Cause you asked me, um, even if there's people around me who are being like coy or like really minimum with the details from them or very whatever I'm still very like well this is what's going on with me I don't need to be and sometimes people could be like well if people are saying this to you if you're being more open but that person's not being more open with you why would you continue to share information and I just feel like you know for me I don't share any information that I wouldn't share with anybody else I would never go off the deep end and start like rambling on to somebody who I know this just doesn't, just doesn't have feel it for me or see it for me or want to hear what's going on with me however um I am mindful that 
I guess I just leave it as what I said before. Just keep it in mind that some things I could just shh, 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 Tiffany, no, just, just don't. And, and then, and that's, and do that. I mean, so when you want to talk about going back to the question before of like how I speak to myself like that, like, mm-mm, don't, don't do that. Um, don't say that. Don't, don't checking go yourself. there with it. Yeah. Checking Water yourself record, is yeah. actually, it's, it's a great tool that mm-hmm. some people need because the audacity out here is still at all time high. It's at all time high, all time high, it, you know, and I hope that some people can use their audacity to, to do something courageous and something different and something like brilliant and not just do it to fuck with us. Because I feel like if you got people have the audacity Girl. to do something, you got the audacity mm-hmm. to say something positive. You got the audacity to make something pop for yourself. You got the audacity to do all these different things. Don't just have the audacity to talk to me like you're crazy. We looking okay? at you niggas don't please okay so <laughs> let me ask you this question and I, and I know that you're going to say yeah because we all got these people and I've talked about this with a bunch of people before my students colleagues everything so for the people in your life family friends anyone that you feel like you're close to um that you can speak to and makes you feel calm like almost like you can speak very freely freely around them what is it that makes you feel that way around those people that make you feel light and free and airy what is it that makes so you say, I don't have to watch my mouth like that around them? It's just them accepting me. You know what I mean? Like there have been times, especially in college where like I felt unseen. You know what I mean? Like mm. sitting in a room full of people and feeling like nobody even knows you're there. But mm. it's those people that pull me out of me. You know what I mean? My friends can tell the difference between when I'm being phony nice and when I'm being real nice you know mm-hmm. what I mean and and they make sure that I'm inclusive in things because I get inside my own head and I'll be sitting there and my anxiety will be telling me everybody in this room hates you and it's not true you know what mm-hmm. I mean so it's those people that just show an abundance of love just show an abundance of care who who actually listen to me they don't they don't listen to respond they listen to understand and comprehend who I am those are the people that you know I feel most comfortable with. And sometimes that could be a person that I just met five minutes ago. It might not even be mm-hmm. a person that's been in my life for, for 10, 12, 20 years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's somebody not going to name who this person is that, you know, every time I talk to this person and we don't talk to each other often. And a lot of times we're just joking. I find myself just wanting to open up to them. Now, I don't know if this person in particular um, really wants that. Um, I did offer to get to know this person and, and the person just kind of not so not, not well, subtly was just kind of like, and eh, that's not what I'm, um, you know, at that time, I guess that wasn't where that person was. But even now when I see that person's face or like, I think about, I think about them or I do have small interactions with them. This person just oozes this energy that they're understanding that, yeah, they might, they might joke on you, but again, hiking on people is my love language. I love that. Love that mm-hmm. shit but they make me feel seen, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's just having someone keep me in the present. Um, that, that definitely makes me open up. I know I'm, mm. I'm rambled. No, 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 you didn't. You, I love what you said. So let me go on the other end of things then. So what about the people that make you feel guarded? Like kind of like you really need, do need to watch your mouth around them. And much like kind of how we are in certain spaces, how we always like, let's look left and look right. Who around us? You want to make sure you're mm-hmm. not, because you, know, you never know who know who around here. So who kind of makes you 
well, not even like who, but what makes you feel that way? What will make you feel that way about a person? If that person is specifically negative about everything, I don't want to talk to them. I don't, I don't feel like I can open up to them. But the bigger one is who are they talking about when they're around me? I've realized that some people have personalities where they don't really have a sense of self. So what they tend to do is talk about Mm. other people. Mm. So if you're sitting here telling me what Jack, Jill, or Harry did, why would I open up to you and tell you my business if I know you're going to go back to Jack, Jill, and Harry and say, by the way, Ashley's doing X, Y, and Z. Um, so I just pay attention to the way people talk about other people. Yeah, you can learn a lot about where a person talks about themselves, but listen to them specifically talk about an ex-boyfriend or a colleague or somebody they consider their friend or their parents or their sibling tells you a lot about their character. And if I know, if I know that those people are like that, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to open up. Yeah, we can have, you know, surface level conversation, but it's not going to go no deeper than that. And I think the last type of person is the opposite of the person who makes me feel safe. Mm. They're the people who make me feel like I don't exist. You ever have a conversation mm. with someone mm-hmm. and you realize that they, they're only conversing. Oh yes. Themselves <laughs> yes. Um, yes. One day when I, when I end some chapters, we'll, we'll talk about that, but you were not going to talk okay. offline, but yes, yes. A hundred percent. It's like, Whoa. So am I not here? I'm not here. Hello. Okay. Okay. okay I'm like, I, I'm. don't get me wrong. It's not a me, me, me show. You know what I mean? I don't want you to sit here and listen to me talk about me. But if if you and I are talking about something and every time I end the conversation, you got to one up what I just told you. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm thinking about going to Florida for my birthday. Oh, well, I'm taking a Parisian tour and buying <laughs> a Goyard bag and getting a new t- Like, mm-hmm. sis, okay, that's cool. I'm a clap for you. But can we talk about me too? Like that? Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that. I don't. So mm. yeah, that's that's the people for me. What about? Um, For me, I would probably say people like who who makes me or what like what makes me feel the way calm I would say just people who like you said don't judge me but also people who I just feel like I don't need to feel guarded around you I don't need to feel like I gotta wash my mouth around you I gotta you know what I mean like there are some things I'm going to start I am going to keep to myself of course but like in general I don't need to I don't need to keep back that win that I had the other day or that accomplishment that I saw the other day or this great thing that's going on, you know, and I don't feel like I need to hide that. And I think I like to speak that way so that other people don't feel they need to hide it either. Like there's no need to, you know, Mm -hmm. especially if we're in a space where we're really good friends or really close family members are really close. Like me and my sister are, have become very close over the past few years, including my brother. So we we all got to work on relationships, but like, even with them, I want them to feel calm and able to speak to me freely because it wasn't always like that with my siblings I'll be honest like I wasn't the best big sister okay Mm -hmm. I wasn't the best big sister nobody who would want to you know I'm sure they probably felt like "Mm, I gotta wash my mouth around Tiff I don't want to say things to her because they didn't there's sometimes your family don't trust you too it happens if sometimes Ooh. your family don't trust you too. And as, as, as Big nice facts. of a person, as I, you know what I mean? As I think I am, I understand the right us that my brother and my sister are two different people and they're really kind of where I gauge um, how I'm being sometimes. And they seen some of the worst of me as well. So um, I kind of go with them of like, damn, I know there's been moments where 
they've kept stuff from me because of how I was or who I was at a time. Okay, got to yeah. fix that. Got to remedy that because I want to make sure my siblings know that, that I am someone they can come to. And then when I experienced, you know, my own low, my brother and my sister both reached out to me. My brother especially was like, come over and visit. And I'm like, come over and visit. Like, I felt like, you know, we're breaking, you know, for I feel like, you know, this is where it comes from, like being, stop being so guarded around the people who I should be just the most free with. And that's kind of where I'm focusing my energy is like, who, who makes me feel good? Who makes me feel peace? Who makes me feel mm-hmm. like, you know, when you come over, we can laugh about this. We could do whatever, or even or if there's moments where we have a dispute that, at the end of the day, there's going to be something beautiful that we can, you know, still create memories together, laugh together. We can still hug and Correct. we can just look at each other's side. You know, that's all of the, all of those things are important. So whenever I start to feel like guarded or like I got to wash my mouth or I can't be whatever, it makes me feel kind of like ants in my pants. I don't necessarily feel good about it. I kind of feel like, oh, well, I don't want to be somewhere where I can't say these be things, yeah. you know, be you. Nobody wants to be somewhere where they can't feel like they can be them. And it can be very, very, it can be very disappointing, yeah, exhausting, disappointing, disheartening when you feel like people in places that should feel safe for you don't. And so, you know, I think I've been trying to, I can't be everybody's safe space. I know that for a fact, and I've been working on that too. I can't be for everybody, Uh, all things to everyone, but I do want to be become a person who's safe enough for people to come to me, but also I'm looking for my safe spaces too, because I'm recognizing even now that there, there aren't many, as many as I thought that I had, I don't need a whole, whole lot, but I do, I would like enough because I can't rely on my sister, my brother, my friends for every single thing. I need other people. So, and shout and like you, which is why I'm so happy that you were not connected because it just gives us an opportunity <laughs> to, you know what I mean? Feel free with other people. I mean, some people, this whole no new, no new friends shit has never been for me. Um, yeah, it's new, it, new, new friend me, bitch. New friend me. Yeah, please. like, no, <laughs> I hate that. I also hate that mentality of no new friends, especially when you sitting there, but your friends is a den of snakes. So are you actually happy? You need some damn new friends. How about you go mm-hmm. out and get some? You won't be so mm-hmm. mad. So I feel Listen. you. I absolutely yeah. feel you. And man, like you said, again, reciprocity, finding people who are going to make you feel as safe as you make other people feel. And you deserve it. You know, thank you, sis. And I think you do too. And, we, and everybody who's listening deserves it. But I also think we deserve it to our to give it to ourselves to have the conversation. So, 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 you know what I mean? This is why watching your mouth is so important. Like uh, before you want to have this talk, think about what you want to say before you say it, especially when it's going to somebody that you really care about, somebody you really love, like go for it, fight for it. And like you repeated that something I said earlier, like, is this worth it? And if Mm -hmm. it's worth it, it's worth investigating. It's worth the conversation. It's worth revisiting once, maybe twice, because I don't know who think they can get over something in one full swoop. I know I can't, that's just not how I'm built, but you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I think this leads to something else because I feel like some people just feel like this why I don't say shit. This why this why I don't say nothing. This why I don't I don't go to nobody. This is why I keep shit to myself. This is why yeah. my circle mad tight and mad small. Because once you start including all these people, you talking about no new friends. Now you got all these new friends. Now you got all these new issues. It's just like whoa, I you know I have to give people on the other side of things too, like some time because that is true, right? So. Sometimes, like I, uh, I was getting alluding to, watching our mouths can really result in us saying nothing at all. So for you, uh, sis, how do you determine 
what to share, what to say, and what to reveal, and then also what to keep to yourself? I think that the only way to do this is with trial and error. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sometimes you got to stick your fucking foot in your mouth. You know what I mean? With, with certain, when certain things and certain people, because yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like you're reading me like a book, but okay. (laughs) That's the only way I'm reading myself sis. don't worry. Uh, But that's the only way that you learn. You know what I mean? That's how you figure it out. That's how you can say, okay, I know I can't go talk to Tyrone about this, but I could talk to Maurice. Or I know I can't go talk to Tiff about this, but I could go talk to my mom, you know? And mm-hmm. then sometimes mm-hmm. you got to also understand if people are ready to hear what it is that you have to say. Saying mm-hmm. nothing now doesn't always mean saying nothing never. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to wait for that opportunity, you know, to present itself where you could be like, hey, look, you know, I know this isn't something you want to hear, but it's something that I feel like you need to hear mm-hmm. or, you know don't say anything sometimes people kind of figure shit the fuck out for themselves you know what i mean true because you saying something to them might mean something different than what you're actually trying to say you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. for instance i had a friend who had a really bad boyfriend terrible but i couldn't tell her that she had to figure that out for herself so i didn't Mm. say anything I listened mm-hmm. to her when she needed me to listen to her. I offered her the advice that I thought was appropriate. And then she figured it out. And then when she came back to me, she wanted to talk to me. It wasn't, no, I told you so moment or I yeah, didn't tell you real. so moment. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, I recognize these things, but you had to see them for yourself. Because a lot of people got to come to their own conclusions. You can't, you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot force it to drink. So um, I think just... Like I said, trial and error. Sometimes you gotta just put yourself out there and 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 pray for the best, especially with work, because in relationships, because I'm also I'm also an avid believer of closed mouths don't get fed. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. true, sis. You, you you're preaching to the choir yet again. That last example was reading me uh like a book so that was that girl too. Like you couldn't tell me anything about not you couldn't tell me anything, but. Like you said, you could lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. So I could, I could think back to all the times that people have just decided, like, I'm not going to say anything else. I've reached my limit. This person mm-hmm. knows how I feel. And now I'm going to, they're transitioning into more of like supportive role. How can we there, there you through this, what's going to be continued heartbreak? How can I, exactly. you, you know what I mean? How can I continue to pat you on your shoulder as you continue to skip off with your clown ass nigga? Like, you know, how, how can I? looking like two clowns together you know that's how I thought about and this is a read for me this is a this is about me myself and I like and I and I have to you know give credit to my friends who were who knew how knee deep I was in it at that time of not wanting to of hearing them want me to want better and want more but then going against everything that actually yeah. makes sense and then watching my friends then turn into like I said this uh, transitioning into a different kind of role one that's like okay this uplifting this you could do better is not going to work so it's more of like a okay so what's up oh you chilling y'all doing this okay that's nice and mm-hmm. moved on to that um so for me I kind of use myself as an example of like damn what did you need at that time what actually helped you at that time and you know different strokes for different folks because it may not have helped me but it could help someone else but still I'm, I'm kind of like I, I decide to hold back some of my opinions I, I'm not as opinionated anymore about what people do 
in their relationships. I still have my opinions, but I'm not, you know, but I'm not going to voice them like I used to, um, with people, especially with their significant other. I'm just staying out of that. Um, cause I recognize, like you say, you only want to do what you want when you want to, and when you're ready to do so. Um, mm-hmm. and so, but for myself, I also have decided like, how much, if you know the people around you, if you know yourself, how much stress do you want to add on by revealing information that is just going to lead you down a rabbit hole? Well, and especially one that may not come oh, to a yeah. solution, you know, one that won't even come up to a, to a resolution based off of, you know, historical context, what you know, what you've been through, how you've experienced people. So it's a constant battle. Um, but I've also learned like the only way people are going to learn is if we do speak, if we do share, if we do reveal, if we do tell, we're yes. not trying to tell nobody's, you know, we ain't coming like chamber secrets. We, you know, he who shall not be named to start telling everything. No, but you know, there is a point in time where I'm like, there's a time to speak and a time, a time for me to shut the fuck up. And I've been learning that, you know, the shut, shutting up piece has been working wonders for me mm-hmm. lately. It has, it really has been working wonders for me, but it's also, allowed me to realize like damn I could I, I, I'm actually bad all I could do bad all by myself with some of these conversations like I really can know know how to handle the conversation how to you know decipher what's going on in the mix shout out to my therapist sis you have worked wonders on your girl and then kind of be able to answer these things on my own so that I don't need to essentially burden anybody with them especially if I feel like it's not worth it so saying Ooh. all that to say saying all that to say is we we picking and choosing it's on a case-by-case basis and then you know going from there but what I think is is most important here and I think the overarching question I want to ask you is how important is it for you to be a woman of your word because we're talking about communication we're talking about watching your mouth we're talking about the way in which you speak to yourself to other people do people speak like all these things but at the end of the day, all we have is our word, our words, uh, what we say out loud. So my question for you again is how important is it for you to be that woman um, of your word for yourself first? And then maybe if you want to talk about how it is, how important it is for you with other people, that'd be cool too. So you saw me on my phone. I had to, I had to get the precise <laughs> wording of what I wanted to say, because this yes. is the big type. So I don't know if anybody has ever read The Four Agreements. That book is phenomenal. Changed my life. That, The Alchemist, a bunch of other books. I can name a few, but I ain't even going to take it there because we be over here starting a goddamn book club with me. (laughs) The first agreement in the book of The Four Agreements is being impeccable with your word. Mm. Being a person of your word. You say you're going to do something, do it. Now, I look. I ain't gonna lie, there's times where I say I'm gonna do something and I don't do it. But most of the time is when I tell my mama I'm gonna make dinner and then I end up going out and getting McDonald's for us because I actually feel like making dinner. But other than that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I try to be as impeccable with my word as possible. And the reason being, shout out to my own therapist, I have I have those issues from my childhood, dealing with people who are not impeccable with their word, namely my dad um my biological father um and because of that I I scrutinize people when they say they're going to do some shit and they don't do it Mm. it's people can tell you up and down and round and round that they're going to do this they're going to do that they're going to do that and they're not going to do it 
They have no mm-hmm. plans on doing it. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they done already did 16 other things in their mind. If you say <laughs> you're going to do something, do that shit. Do it. Do it at work. Do it at home. Do it in yeah. your relationship. You mm-hmm. have to. You have to. Because after a while, your friend's going to be like, all right, Tiff says she's going to be at seven, but we, we all know she ain't going to be here till 10. Or Tiff says she's going to walk the dog, but we know she ain't going to do that. Or Ashley says she's going to make a carrot cake. I bet you she picked one up from ShopRite. So like <laughs> when, when, you, when, you, when you don't follow through, mm-hmm. you actually start to cripple your bonds with people because mm-hmm. they no longer feel like they can trust you. Mm-hmm. They no longer feel like they can rely on you. And whereas a person relying on you can be a burden, it's a good burden to have a lot of the times to feel needed by the people that you need. So I judge people heavily, not off of what they say a lot of the times, because let's face it, not a lot of people have emotional intelligence enough to even sit there and, and deep dive on their forms mm-hmm. of communication like we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But I really look at their actions. If your words and your actions don't align, cancel. And that's not even just with relationships. That's with the energy that you put out in the universe. You're sitting there saying you manifest in this, 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 and this, but you're not putting in the work. Mm-hmm. So being impeccable with your word is, is a big, big thing for me. Did I answer the damn question, Tiff? Yeah, you did. You did. Okay. Being a, you <laughs> I did, girl, don't worry. the question like, no, you, you you brought up you brought up the four agreements and it's a book that I have that I need to read. My boyfriend's read it and he loves it. I, I know other people who have like spoken very highly about it, and I can't yes. wait for that to be on my my next thing to digest and take notes on. Um, I say for myself, it is very important to be a woman of my word, and like you said, in every aspect, in every role, in friendship, and even you know, for me, especially at work. Like I love my family and my friends and, and it's definitely their number one with the being a woman, my words to them, but comes yes. next is, is work. And it's, it's specifically because of the population that I serve. I serve college students. I'm right now I work in EOF and that's working with students who are, you know, high risk students who need a lot more support students who need me to be a woman of my words, students who need me to come to show through, to show up, mm-hmm. to come through and show up is what I'm trying to say. That if I'm going to meet with them, I'm meeting with you. If I said I was going to help you figure out your financial aid issue, I'm going to do it until we figure out what the hell it is. If I said, yeah, we can link up to do lunch, I got to actually do lunch with you. And I think, you know, that for me is where it starts. To, that keeps me humble. Those students really keep me humble so that I can do the same thing in my mm-hmm. personal life, you know, because it's exhausting to do it every day to show up for people to be a woman in your word. But um, all the time for all people, but I recognize like there's something I can actually make this enjoyable. Like, why can't I enjoy following through? Why don't I enjoy, you know, making somebody's day, somebody followed through for me. Someone was up there, you know, my students were up there word. my boyfriend was up there word. my friends were up there mm-hmm. word. you know, people are up there word to me. Why can't I, you know, do the same? Um, and I use some examples before of like, you know, Tiffany says she's going to show up at seven. She's going to show up at 10. Like for me, I, you know, I've been, you know, I do work on my timeliness. I am working on it, but I will say this. If I tell somebody I'm going to show up and help you out with something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I said I was going to do it. It may mm-hmm. inconvenience me. It may not make no sense, but you know what? That's who I am. She said, yes. If I, if I didn't want to do it, I was going to say no. And I think that helped, like you said, I think you might've mentioned it, but following through it, it does build trust and it yeah. builds trust in every avenue so like you said with, like I was saying with work like 
my students trust me now more students who wouldn't come into the office before are now going to come in because they have someone they, that they can trust who follows through and so that's really what I think I want to be for people is if my mom says she needs my help with my grandmother um which you know <clears throat> you know I gotta be careful how I speak on here because the ops the ops be listening I know who you are but you know when she <laughs> hold on watch 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 your mouth Tiffany watch your mouth listen <laughs> let me correct myself in the moment because I got a little hyped but you know um that's a very sensitive area for me with my grandmother and if my mom's like you know Tiff I need your help could you do this I- I'm gonna do it and then I'm gonna go above and beyond I'm gonna be a woman of my word for her to make sure like she knows if anything else happens if there's ever an emergency I can call Tiffany because Tiffany has done it and will continue to do it. Like who is going to be that call, the person that you go right. to. And it's the book that I've been reading. That's, I mentioned it last week, um, the book on self-discipline and something he said in that book was about self-discipline and work and just kind of being the person that's like the go-to for things. The person who, not that you're trying to be a kiss ass, but just somebody who's good at what they do and how many opportunities come, yes. can come to you just for being a person of your word. Imagine, you know, you being, you just, you always showing up for your friends for when they need your help with something or a birthday party. Now all mm-hmm. of a sudden they got a connection over here with a job opportunity or something that they feel like I need somebody who's good, who's timely, who's never. Well, my sis, every time she says Reliable. she's going to show up for me, she mm-hmm. always showed up for me. Every time she said she's going to be here early, she always going to be. So you got somebody to vouch for you now that I have this, this person who has a project that can put money in your pocket or an opp- throw an opportunity your way. They can speak from experience that just being your friend, you've shown up in ways that you didn't have to. There, there was no money involved in it, right? That part. So here I am getting long-winded again, y'all. But that's what I think about. And that book had really made me consider like, who is it do you, that I want to be? What kind of asset do I want to be at work? with my relationship yeah. I want to be an asset to people and that's really where where why I think it's important for us to be a woman of our word but also most importantly um for myself to follow through yes to see things through because I could do it for everybody else but I really don't be holding my word to myself and ah, I like that yeah <laughs> you, you're preaching like to the choir you know you're, I don't like it you know but but in these past few weeks with everything that has has I've seen unfold in my life it's kind of like this is what happens when you're a woman of your word for you Tiff this is what happens when you say you're going to do something you actually do it this is what comes of it like good things do come of it right when you do it for yourself I've gotten so used to doing it for other people so um like I said especially at work so it was nice to see something good come of my own work for myself yes showing up for yourself should be the it's Mm. it's, I'm using the word again it's paramount like and a lot Mm -hmm. of people don't do it because they spend so much time showing up for other people showing up for energy drainers showing up for you know family that that are only using you because they know you're impeccable with your word so Mm -hmm. showing up for yourself that that is that is key you know what I mean mm-hmm. and 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 to to you know kind of add to what you're saying I got a promotion coming up specifically because I'm impeccable with my word Ooh. work because congratulations that yes. if, thank you because they know if you need something done go to Ashley yep. there's there's a group you know everybody's returning back to work so you know they put together these these panels of folks you know who who have their own centers of excellence and I found myself somehow on one of those teams and yes. one of, thank you. And one of the engineers um, from from the uh, engineering department reached out to um, the leadership team, the top leadership team. I mean, these four people report into the CEO, 
And she asked him a question. And this woman, that, who is a, one of the senior VPs for our company that I have never met in my entire life, told this woman, if you need help with that, go to Ashley. Me. Mm. Me. That shows you how mm-hmm. being impeccable with your word puts your name mm. in spaces that you have never set a foot in. So mm. you Come on, testimony. To, you got to show up for yourself. And showing up for your job is showing up for yourself because you didn't pull a motherfucking check. Yeah, you might like your team. You may like mm-hmm. the values of the company. You may like the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the building, the food. But at the end of the day, you there to make money. So once you become impeccable with with, with your own self time, with your own self worth, with your work ed- etiquette, that's when you start to see the changes that you need to get you to where the hell you want to be. So, girl, you was absolutely preaching the whole time I was over here, like. <laughs> Say it, say it, yes, yes, so, sis, and you preaching yes. too. And I, and I, I'm, I'm glad I had you come on here because I knew that you were going to be the perfect person for this conversation. I knew you have oh, all, you. you have enough, like you have the not even enough, but you have the the kind of work experience that will lend to conversations like this. And I see you, so I'm like, I know, I perfect. I'm glad I made the Thank right you. choice here. <laughs> so, Thank you. Um, Thank you for having me. No, of course. So, you know, this is our last question here, but are there any final thoughts that you have about today's topics? Any gems you want to share? And if you need a couple seconds to think on it, I can go first. Just let me know. Yeah, go ahead first. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> think on it, sis. Okay. So for myself, y'all, I think I just have, you know, two takeaways from this conversation that I hope y'all really, really enjoyed. I hope someone felt like, goddamn, Ash is me, or damn, Legally Black is me, or whoever, you know what I mean? I hope you feel like whatever. So one, establishing decent to good communication is going to be tough, especially when your style is so much more different than someone else's, right? There are going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be, as y'all heard me say, some agreeing to disagree moments amongst a bunch of other things. But if you think that good communication is going to come easy, Mm-mm. I mean, if it, I mean, for some people it might, I don't know many people. So if you're one of the people that has com- good communication, it was just like smooth sailing. You let us know because you're a unicorn. Um, and then two, my last <laughs> thing I want to say, and this is really just like a reminder um, just over everything that we're talking about with work, with family, significant others, friends, ourselves, a reminder that what's said cannot be taken back and what hasn't been said. All right. Okay. And what hasn't been said cannot be addressed. So just keep those things as reminders. You can't take back what you said and you can't address what never has, what's never been said. So, that's the two gems I want to leave y'all with with this episode and I feel like that really just sums up how I feel what you think <laughs> and those were those were some great gems damn I'm over here like do I got one of those let me see if I can pull something out of my little magic hat trick um you got it I think that when it comes to communication you gotta realize that it's two people having a conversation you could sit there and you could think you could have that conversation in your mind all day, every day to the point where you overthink and sometimes don't even bring the conversation up because all of the scenarios you done made in your mind are negative. You, mm. have to, you have to realize that humans as a species are erroneous. You know, like society makes us feel like we have to be one way. And, you know, maybe our parents make us feel like we have to be another I think the gem that I'm going to throw out there is patience with yourself 
and with others. I love and that. Specifically with yourself. Tiff said you got to have grace. You do in all situations. Don't let somebody, you know, don't let somebody belittle you, but also realize that you need to pick your battles. And, and that, you know, you're talking to another human being. So sometimes try to try to pull yourself out of your emotions, try to take a step back, you know, try, try to sit there and, and really listen to what the person is saying. You may not like the delivery, but listen to what mm -hmm. they're saying. Mm -hmm. And, and if, if you realize that you aren't going to get anywhere with that person, then you either, like Tiff said, you got to realize that you got to come to an agreement to disagree, or you got to reevaluate that person's, uh, that person's mm -hmm. space in your life. So just, just take things with grace and be nice to your damn self. Be nice to yourself. That's it for me. I love it. You know, I think we are literally in the season of, I'm writing this down now, a season of reevaluation and reevaluating things. I mean, look, yeah. you talk about, I was joking earlier about the great resignation, but like, that's because people are reevaluating their worth, reevaluating their time, and they put a different number on it. And now what you got, what you offer me, just not fitting, it's not working anymore. And I'm also finding that it's been, it's that space for people in their friendships and in their family too. Like I promise you, and I tell you, and I tell you, and I promise you, it's been kind of weird to me to have heard and have spoken to so you know many people, my peers, those who are friends, even my students as well. Like I've been saying, and they've all been going through these weird phases in their personal lives and their friendships, and even in with oh, yes. and honestly with family and and many people with their partners too. And I think this time, these nearly two years we've spent quarantine slash whatever what's going on social justice wise what's going on you know this there's so much there's so many other environmental factors that play into a lot of what we're doing here so and what we're trying mm -hmm. to accomplish how we're trying to persevere through what we're trying to smile through all these different things that we're trying to still celebrate ourselves through because many y'all need to celebrate yourselves because you are worthy and y'all out here doing Amen. some really dope shit right for real for real you're just worthy just you're dope as hell just for um just for just for trying for waking up and making the effort and I felt like you know when we, when we gotta when we when it's we're talking about this whole episode of watching our mouth and being mindful of what we say I want it to be something that you look at of how you can place this in every area in every aspect of your life that's really what I'm looking for watch your mouth with your partner watch your mouth with your kids watch your mouth with your parents watch it with your boss watch it with your watch it everywhere you go you shouldn't just be watching yes. it one area you know what I mean and, and you got to establish for yourself what does that what is that going to look like for you what's going to be your go-to routine and then stick with it being a being a man woman they them or whoever however you identify of your own word being a person of your own word how are you going to see that through um because I feel like when it comes down to ourselves it's the easiest thing for us to say yeah fuck it it's, it's just me and I want mm -hmm. us to stop doing that so please please take a couple seconds throughout the day throughout the week whatever to just reevaluate to take a step back, like Ash said, when, when necessary, maybe even play back this episode to hear a gem or something that you felt like, yeah, that was the thing that reminded me to calm down. Don't forget it. You have to go back and revisit it. And like, I think you said too early, yeah. Ash, like practice makes perfect. Like practice is what gets us into the routine of doing some of these oh, things yes. that we've never done before. Consistency and it's is important. Key. Consistency is key. It's crucial. It's necessary. Um, 
and also just, you know, what you said, speak, you affirm things over yourself, wash your mouth and, and, and say that too, and do that as well. Speak more affirming things over your life. You are this, you will have that. You already have all those beautiful things. They are for you to go out and reach and get. So yes. Ash, I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on this week's episode. Uh, y'all oh, know I love you. when I have a guest. It makes the editing process for the, <laughs> I always say the editing process when I have guests is so much simpler um, than doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. So thank you for help, helping me make this week so much easier for me. So we are at the very end of the episode, which is the song of the week. Um, and this week, I'm going to let Ash take over with the song that she has chosen. Sis, if you want to let us know why you fuck with this song, why you like it, why we should get with it, I will add it into the playlist as well so take it away what's our song this week so the song that i chose is definitely hey up there by buddy um featuring ty dollar sign it's one of those songs that just it represents growth to me you know what i mean like like one of the the first lines you're gonna hear is hey up there i'm on my way up and it's just it represents moving to a different level now whether that's improving your communication skills with your mom improving your communication skills with your dad, being a person of your word, being nicer to yourself, you know, allowing yourself to have that damn piece of cake, even though you went to the gym five days this week, you know what okay. I mean? Just, just, just growing. Every time I play this song, I have a goddamn good day. Every single time. If I get in my car and I play this or I play win by J-Rock, I'm going to have a damn good day because I started my day with that mindset of I'm moving up. Yeah, I may stumble. I may take one step and take five steps back, but I'm always looking forward. And I think that's what what everybody is trying to do right now. I know you said that, you know, you a lot of people are in their period of transition and they absolutely are. And that's a good thing, y'all. We all in our damn chrysalis. We all about to be butterflies. I'm just saying. Yeah, so that's that's why I chose this song. I love it. And I also love Win by J-Roth. That's one of my favorite songs to work out to. <laughs> Same. <laughs> win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. Um, that part. That is, that's it. And that's all. That's all. And that's it. Ash, let us know where, if you would like us to follow you, where we could follow you. If you have any initiatives or anything you're working on that you want us to support, what are they? Tell us. So I, I, I do have a uh, TikTok account that I'm using um, at, to, to showcase my, um, my fitness journey. Um, let me let me get the name of it hold on one second i'm gonna have to pause it because you know you open tiktok and it's just disrespectfully loud Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay it's the same as my instagram handle so it's dash dot of dot ash so and the the o and of is a zero so if you guys want to follow me there like a few videos i only got three so literally like a few um that would be greatly appreciated i'm done with you dash <laughs> got you this is the this is the tiktok that's where you could follow my good sis and her fitness journey she is yes. my sister in fitness and thick fitness okay that you part gotta, yes okay that's what we're trying to do we're trying to be thick and fit at the same time and juicy and supple as well um that's me dropping my pants and calm down sis I'm loving these adjectives though, like Listen, juicy and thick and fit. Yes, and hello, because yes. can, I, can I tell you when summer 2022 comes up, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. Oh, we, I we need ready. every. I need every Negro to know right now. If I tried to talk to you, or you tried to talk to me, and you played me. I already plan on being different when I'm thick. So um, okay, I'm at all kinds of funny. Okay, because just so you know, I, I, I work for this. All right, okay. thank you. 
so please please check her out she she i i have to say she has been a great motivator for me to keep my ass in the gym to stay there i mean right alongside my boyfriend and all the other women who we tag weekly and almost sometimes daily just to remind each other like get up and move your body it's time to get active so thank you for always being that for me sis i truly appreciate you you know i love you no of course i love you too and girl i've been watching all your little reels on instagram like, oh child you know there have been days where i've tip talking me up but there have literally been days where tip has tagged me in something and i was like today rest day but i bet you i'm gonna be there in an hour and i got okay. my ass there in an hour because i'm impeccable with my goddamn word and look at her and look at it and she do it and, and but you yeah, know we also so thank you of course and we also give each other grace when we don't do it because we all deserve a break mm-hmm. so as you are practicing this whole this whole thing of watching your mouth and being a person of your word and being mindful of your word give yourself some grace to practice to take your time for the change to actually occur you can follow me because i realize this is what we're, we're doing we're giving social media handles you can follow me <laughs> at the podcast at they didn't tell you me personally at legally black the website they didn't tell you.com and there's an announcement coming out about this um maybe i'll do it today after this episode airs as well um so that's it that's all thank you so much again sis i appreciate it, y'all to my day thank ones and ones it's been real i will talk to y'all next week okay bye bye guys Thank you.